What's up? And welcome to episode 34 of With Their Forces Combined, a D&D play podcast about three elephant people slash Loxodon wandering through the world of Tizzy Pass and avenging their uncle Jim Withers. You're listening to With Their Forces Combined. Combined. With Alex Kirkatsanis as your DM. And Andrew Kirkatsanis playing Bubba Porkchop. Corey Gray playing Dumplum Tuscanza. And Tom Rideout as Poppington Smith. God damn it, as I was saying. Last week, the fellas met with Arona. She told them that some shit had gone down in the East. They read some books about it and decided to head that way. They asked Arona for help with their transport in the form of giant mountain goats. Because what's more natural than Loxodon riding a giant mountain goat? So, you guys were sitting in Jim's office. Bubba, you were looking at a book. You had just opened the book by Sacrotes because there was some sort of reference to that in the demon book you were looking at. So, as you peruse through Sacrotes' book, you come upon a passage that mentions the same word that you saw in the previous book. Uh, yeah, I'd look deeper in that paragraph of all the wicked items on this plane none have driven more sentient creatures insane than the phylactery rhyming wasn't planned the phylactery is a talisman or necklace that contains the soul or essence of a demon or powerful sorcerer when donned by a thinking individual this person is able to if they channel the demon or are of weak mind swap bodies with the demon They are then immune to regular damage and possess the full capabilities of said demon. Under this passage, you see Sacrotes is written, are they truly themselves anymore? And then it sort of trails off into some long-winded bullshit about someone, about who someone is with two souls. And if one of the souls is beheaded, what you call them. (laughs) And, uh, but as you, as you read on, uh, you notice that there's sort of like a note Not in the margin, but just sort of scribbled all over the next paragraph where you can clearly see what you assume to be Jim has written over it. Load of horse shit. Fought a demon once with the smith and hammer Jesus gave me and it worked just fine. Excellent. Um, Yeah, uh, so I'd I'd hang around until my cousins... I I figure I'm just reading deeper into this as my cousins are short resting and... Uh, wake them up as I see Arona approaches. Yeah, so Arona does approach, leading to smaller than you would expect goats through the door. Oh, Bubba, did you did you find any more information in Jim's books while Dumplump and I were were sleeping? Well, um, it seems like Sacrotes was wrestling with uh, spiritual etins. Um, it his ever puzzling question. What do you call a creature with two heads that then gets beheaded? Hmm. Mostly, he's not sure about the logic of it, but it sounds like these these necklaces, uh, they call them phylacteries. 
I think it's like a factory, but a little different. Phylacteries, the factories of evil. Exactly. Um, so anyway, it sounds like these these necklaces, these these phylacteries are um, exactly what we think they are. There's some sort of a, a demon presence that swaps bodies with the with the person living in it, and they kind of share the body. And as I said, make an Etten of a single-headed person. So you're saying that's what happened to Athro and and briefly you, but only for a moment because Loxodons are very strong wills. Yeah, but much, much wiser than those dwarves. Mm-hmm. Now... But, <laughs> I will say, though, that... Um, you know this, right, Plopitid? I told you that we're pretty sure Orin is under this. But don't we think that... Oh, yes, no, sorry, I agree. I misheard you for a moment. Sorry, I'm a little sleepy still. I just woke up. I, I agree. I believe Orin has maybe been been co-opted by a demon as well, probably mm -hmm. under Diasis's oversight, and obviously Althea as well. <laughs> Uh, we don't we don't agree <laughs> on that. Um, I slip. I try to slip in there before Arona actually uh, approaches with our two goats. Uh, yeah, and just to be very clear, Bubba, um, you read in this passage that like they can transform into the demons as well. Like the phylacteries can cause them to transform into these demons, but you oh, haven't okay. actually seen them, seen that happen at all. Okay. So I I just wanted, yeah, to make sure that you knew that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, Arona, Arona does come in at that moment, leading two regular-sized goats. Um, I, I know you did us a favor, and I don't want to be rude, but how are these regular-sized goats, two of them, mind you, going to carry the three of us plus Clarence? Ah, well, uh, these goats can grow in size as soon as they get through the passageway. Uh, I I know Jim's secret passage well and they will not fit down the stairs if they are the size that they truly are so I have shrunk them down. I now am recalling that I said we only needed two because because Dumplum can make his own. I apologize. I <laughs> also very clever that they'll fit down the spiral stairs now. I like it. I knew you were the wisest member of the council all along. And they probably won't structurally jeopardize our secret passage. <laughs> now We need I, to make I, sure I to not say the command word while we're on the stairs. It could be a catastrophe. The whole building could come crashing down. Well, now, uh, on that subject, I, I will tell you that uh, I did run into your grandmother and Althea on, on my way to, to get these goats. I give Plompington a look. <laughs> yeah, my my eyes narrow slightly, but I listen. And uh, they said they would meet you at the peanut resting spot, the the PRS, if you will, and uh, and see you off. What the hell are secret tunnels for? If everybody knows about them, <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's Athro's fault. Always telling people about secrets. Must be kind of like the secret cult. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Yes, I, I do believe that people in this town are maybe a little bit not great on the definition of secret. See, once again, you're the greatest member of the council. If only we'd met you sooner. Well, it makes my job as the master of secrets a little bit easier, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs>
So you're the reason this town isn't very secretive. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba doesn't actually say that, but he does think that. Yeah, if anything, Plot Vision goes like, but then gets confused so doesn't press the issue. <laughs> uh, so just to be clear, is Clarence on your back, Dumplum, as per usual? Uh, yeah. Cool. Also, did you tell us, Bubba, that there's even more confirmation that Jesus and Jim knew each other? Well, I guess, or did Jesus already admit to us that he lied about it? Jesus that? admitted it to Plompington, and I was right. Uh, sorry to right. Dumplump, and I was eavesdropping. But oh yeah, God. I don't think you heard that. But I don't. I, but I you also haven't have necessarily told me this. So okay, yeah. So I, I don't say anything now. I think either way, I, okay. I maybe I maybe heard it during one of our our rests. Um, and yeah, I'd I'd start going, uh, and I'd say thank you, Lerota. Your help is well uh, helpful. Oh, no problem at all. I, I will uh, obviously join you until the, the peanut resting spot, if uh, if you would have me. Uh, right here? Is that okay. A, is that a sex joke? Or? I thought that's what you were getting. Anyway, yeah, absolutely. I was, confused. I was confused where we were going to get one more goat. Well, I, 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 can, uh, make, I can make a goat. And can't, Erota can turn into a goat, too. Good point, Bubba. I wasn't thinking clearly. We'd have an extra goat if Arona came. Yes, well, uh, I mean, it feels weird to say this, but I, I'm not gonna, you know, I'll probably just transform into so something else. I, I don't know. Like, clearly you guys went to see Zoltan, and Zoltan tried to sell you his shitty-ass goats, and, uh, you know, now, you, now you're like, well, we'll stick it to him by getting goats, but I don't know if you know this, but they're not necessarily the best, uh, the best traveling animals. Blasphemy! <laughs> I, I'm sorry, madam, but that is absolute goat shit. You are still my favorite member of the council, madam, but those are untrue words of petty lies. Mm -hmm. Goats are mm -hmm. the greatest of the pack animals. It's well known on the Forgotten Isle. Mm -hmm. We have tusks, they have horns, natural symbiotic, elephant's best friend, the best of the mouths, <laughs> the giant goat. Two coconuts of the same palm. All right, well, uh... You ever seen a pony head headbutt someone? Never. Ponies Not are cowards. Wait, Not I, I, once. I thought forge I pancakes were elephant's best friend. Wait. <laughs> well, well, yes, obviously those also, two. Is it a positive that, that they've never headbutted anyone? No. No, that's why goats Wait. are better than ponies. But no, but isn't it isn't it a positive that they've never headbutted anyone? No. No, 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 no. We obviously want mouths to headbutt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, then uh then I guess in solidarity with you being uh the nephews of my great friend Jim, I will transform into a goat. And then there's there's like a pause and she's like I was debating trying to turn it into a joke that Plompington and I were in on, but <laughs> I, I think it's funnier <laughs> if it's serious. <laughs> Just I after mean, she I... turns into a goat, seriously, you fell for it? <laughs> no, no, this is, we've been so about goats the whole time. I know, I feel I'm sticking to this. That's, that's why I, I decided against it. Yeah, I was going to say, there's like a pause where she's like, well... You know, I, I meant, like, once we got down there, again, if I transformed into a giant mountain goat here, it would be impossible. It would be very awkward for me. Good to point. Once again, we yes. don't want to bring down the forge. Jim would be rolling in his grave if that happened. And I take the lead um, of the goat, of one of the goats, and start walking that way. Now, is there, uh, 
Is there anything you, you elef, elef, hmm, you elephant fellas would like from the forge before you, before you leave? I I do a quick scan with my eyes. Jerry, roll me perception. Fifteen. Yeah, I mean, there's sort of books. There's there's just a lot of books, but you do. I don't know why the perception check gives you this, but you do remember the stuff you read uh, quite a long time ago about demons in general and the things that are good against them. And you like sort of think if maybe there is something that would uh, that could help. Plompton suddenly goes out of nowhere. Oh, wait, I should go make sure the doors are locked. (laughs) It <laughs> scurries, scurries downstairs to lock the doors. Um, yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> That's th- his contribution. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the thing that Corey remembers from that discussion uh, wasn't fire. One of the things that was really good against them. So, no, it's the opposite. So, so yeah, sorry, were, I have this written fire, down. I think. Oh. Yeah. They, um, uh, and I would say. Um, um, I, that's a good point, Arona. Maybe we should prep for the battle, but I don't know anything outside of, I've, I've stocked banishment, um, and outside of that, I don't know what else matters, but, uh, you guys tell me, um, apparently Rakshana can teleport, and they're immune to fire and poison, and resistance, resistant to cold, lightning, and non-magic, uh, damage. Bludgeoning, piercing... And the third one. Slashing. (laughs) I can tell you, uh, since you seem to have come up against some of the necklaces or talismans, or there's a third word, but I can't quite remember it. Phylactery. Um, Phylactery? Yes, phylacteries. That's the one. Radiant. Bubba Bubba pumps his eyebrows. Very proud. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Radiant damage seems to be good against them. If only I could pack yes. more spell slots. I guess um, I don't know what spell slots are being being a loxodon, but I know it's kind of a it's kind of a meta conversation, but But uh. we do know that radiance is always good. After all, Jim Withers always said the light will always defeat the lies because lies can only exist in the watery darkness of truth without the light. I've always said that. Something like that, I believe, is what he said. <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure to do my skincare routine really quickly, so I'm a little bit more. <laughs> I uh, I double check that Plompton has Athro's hammer on him. Yeah, the Iron Gym. I do have that on me. Uh, and I would say that. Oh, I read in the book that Jim uh, Jim never had any problems with uh, with demons with that thing around. So, because Jesus helped him make that hammer. <gasps> You don't I, wouldn't, I wouldn't worry anyways, Bubba. Everyone knows that no creature can res- resist my hammers or blowguns specifically. That's why I don't use other weapons. For Shut, some up, reason, it just Shut up, never, It never works with a sword or an axe <laughs> or a spear, but when I use a hammer or a blowgun, it just seems strangely. <laughs> I could never explain it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Plompington, I think we should all three go see Jesus and see if he has anything that he can help. Uh, I agree. We should we should make sure we're not leaving the shop a mess. And that's a good point too. And and um, mostly, we should see that if maybe his light could lead us to where we need to go. Mm, I don't 
know. I think we need him at the shop. He's a very hard worker. Onwards and downwards, my cousins. Do you guys head back to the forge then? Plumbing goes to lock the doors if he hasn't. We're like in the office, right? We're just going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, Yeah, I just meant like. Okay, so all three of you are going downstairs. Yeah, yeah. If I, I would go lock the doors and then probably do a quick like, Jesus, we're leaving. Watch the forge. But I don't know if the others would would come down to. All right, gentlemen. Well, uh, you know, uh, well, well. Actually, Plumington, as you go to lock the doors, you notice that they're already locked, and then you turn around and look at Jesus like, Jesus. I'm he's like, proud of you, Jesus. I always <laughs> knew you knew how to lock a door. <laughs> Listen, as I always told your uh, your Uncle Jim, uh, a locked door most of the time doesn't get, get opened. <laughs> <laughs> Wise <Right>. words. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh thanks jesus i think that's everything so uh i think we'll be taking off now all right gentlemen well good luck with whatever it is that you're doing so you guys go back and up and down into the passage or are you saying anything else to jesus uh, i'm good but i will um i will say uh you guys should ask jesus to maybe um puff up your uh weapons or whatever Hmm. Well, he he puffed up my uh, my lance, and I think that's going to be my my main weapon. And I mean, if this was Jim's hammer, then surely this is already adequate for fighting demons, because Jim would never use a hammer that wasn't adequate for fighting demons. Obviously, that, that was my thought, but this ominous voice in my head was leading us back here, so I have a feeling there is a reason for it. Hmm. Maybe Jesus is going to need to protect the forge while we're gone. Do you think they could be plotting another ambush? Maybe, Maybe we, we need to arm Jesus. All of our weapons. <laughs> <laughs> Just cut to us walking naked through the tunnel. No armor, no weapons, no spell. <laughs> Jesus is going to be very prepared when the cult shows up. (laughs) They'll never have Uh, seen it coming. (laughs) Master Dumplum, a a quick word. Uh, Yes, Jesus. And and I walk over to him. Uh, The word word around the forge is that uh, you guys are uh, planning some sort of mission against demons. Uh, yeah, you, you don't happen to know anything about demons, do you, Jesus? <laughs> I've met a demon or two in my day. I spent 40 days and 40 nights in the desert. And everyone knows demons are run rampant in the desert. And the thing that protected me most was this little this little guy right here. I would uh, put him on the end of my sword and, and roll it down. And it would it would protect the tip of my sword, but also it would uh, it did something something special against the demons. I would highly recommend that you take it and put it on your lance. Hmm. I, I grab whatever this thing is and like inspect it to see what what it is. <laughs> I look on with <laughs> disgust. <laughs> what, what is this little guy as you refer to him? <laughs> 
I don't know why I'm trying not to laugh into the mic. I should just be <laughs> laughing into the mic. <laughs> Very strange um, object you have here, Jesus. <laughs> yes. Well, you see, uh, when I fought the demons, I would... <laughs> I don't know why I planned this item, but like, and I knew it was going to be funny, but like, <laughs> when I fought the demons, I, I would use this to protect myself. This... This little guy here is called a Magnum. <laughs> and w- what you do is uh, you roll him down. Or, or <laughs> now, this could be the educational episode. Keep going. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. You roll him down over the tip of your weapon and he'll protect you against... Come on, you're Lance, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, not all of us you have lances, him- Bubba. <laughs> Yeah. You I don't know, but a hammer, the... which side would you put it on? It's very confusing. <laughs> I mean, I could you put it on my staff of volcanic ash if you'd like. You, you roll it down over the tip of your weapon, and what it'll do is it'll protect you against the, the demon forces. And it will become impregnable. <laughs> and also it, uh, you know, helps you... <laughs> it'll help me last a little bit longer in battle. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> it will help you last a little bit longer in battle. <laughs> as well as doing some extra damage. <laughs> you see here, there, there are these ridges on the side. <laughs> oh God, this is way too, too funny for me and no one else. Yeah, I feel like at this see- point, at this point, Plumman kind of turns to Bubba, like just like tilting his head slightly. <laughs> I, you, you see here, understand. there are these there are these ridges <laughs> on the side that that do extra damage to demons. Well, well, I I, th- I thank you very much for your gift. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to use this. I'll remember to use this. Okay, cool. Uh, do you do you need stats? It basically does one d8 extra radiant damage. Oh, sick! I will write that down. Because I will forget Magnum. So is the moral of the story going to be that's why Jim died? Because he didn't he didn't wear a, a Lance condom? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no moral. It's just it's just supposed to be funny. That's all. Um, I, I think Bubba fucks off from this conversation like halfway through it. Um, and uh, goes back up to the Jim's office. And starts because on this subject of um, things that will deal radiant damage mostly, um, I want to peruse Jim's books. I don't expect to find anything, but I'm looking for like spell books. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so you do find one, uh, and you find the written version of the spell Dawn. Okay. And like a scroll or like a book? Uh, in a book. Okay, but there's just the one spell in the book? And the spell Sunbeam. Okay. Those two spells are written out. Um, so I'm, I'm going to either bring this with me. I think I'm going to bring it with me and copy it on the ride while the goat is following. Okay. Good call. Yeah, that's smart. It's another reason goats are the perfect mounts. They're very steady-footed, so it's easier for Bubba to write while riding a goat. 
a horse would be all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> huge just liability. Absolutely. They're so stable. Boo. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we believe right. only, we believe only in free range goats. No stables. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, that one was just for Corey and so <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Um, okay, so you guys go back up to the office where you find Bubba. He's reading in a book, and he grabs a book, and you guys walk down the passageway. Arona sort of, you know, extricated herself from this conversation involving, uh, you know, with Jesus. As we get to Bubba, though, Paul and Tim would throw in a quick, uh, All right, Bubba, we need to go. The time for books is over. Now is the time for goats and revenge. <laughs> hold on, hold on, Bear. Um, Erota. Yes. Um, as a powerful, powerful druid, um, I was wondering if you could maybe help me out as a magic user. Um, it seems these spells that I found would be very useful in the fight against Rakshana. But I'm afraid I don't have the ability to cast them. Is there anything you could think of that would... Maybe aid in that journey? Well, Bubba, it's, as much as your cousin Plumpington is saying that the time for books is over, as a <laughs> learned scholar, you will know that the time for books is never over. And if you carry this book, or more specifically this page, into battle with you, I would assume that a wizard of your skill can cast the spell but once. And then the page will disappear. Uh, that sounds good. I think to be safe, I'm going to try to copy it down in my spell book anyway. But that sounds, that's, that's very helpful. Thank you, Arota. Anytime, Bubba. Shall we proceed? Onwards and downwards. <laughs> I get onto my goat who's been sitting in here for like three days. As, assuming nothing has attacked it down to zero HP, it should still be here. Uh, you're talking about down at the bottom of the stairs? Uh, just yeah. waiting at the... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, nothing has attacked it. And you do hop onto your goat. You never know. These tunnels are getting less and less secretive. <laughs> uh, but as you do, you guys do see the uh, little chest that says demon poison on it. <laughs> still locked, though, right? As far as we can see. Still closed. I guess we can't tell. But it's still closed. It is, it is closed, yes. But it's also been dismantled like the we destroyed that necklace oh yeah you guys already went back and destroyed it that's true right. didn't you i yes. forgot i forgot that to be honest because plummet wasn't with you but i think that did yeah but you do see the chest right i mean i wouldn't stop for the chest <laughs> yeah me neither i may as well divine sense right. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be using that a whole lot more so let's let's try and define sense to see if there's anything evil coming emanating from the chest you do not detect any presence at all. I, I give a thumbs up to everybody around. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. That dead is dead. I don't even think there's like a, a any components of that. So you just you just see me giving you a thumbs up out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, th I think Plumidin didn't even get it, but just like doesn't question. He's just like, yes. We're, we're getting it done. Agreed. But like he just smiles. And, he just smiles and nods, I think. All right, so you guys 
race down the passageway on your goats. You see Arona turn on turn into a goat as well, and the four goats and the three of you guys race down the passageway until you get to the peanut resting spot where you see your grandmother and surprisingly no Althea. Hmm. Surprising indeed. <laughs> Grandma, <laughs> where, where's Althea? We heard she was going to be joining us. Well, hello. It's only been a couple days, but I miss you three so terribly. We miss you too, Grandma. Although Bach's getting pretty good at those forge pancakes. <laughs> you gave Bach my forge pancake recipe? Uh, he more thieved it, but... Um... <laughs> I mean, you just left it around in the shop. I don't understand why you'd be so possessive of it. No, I I was just... Sorry, it was my intonation off. I just... Sorry, I meant you gave it to him. That's excellent. Yes, the more people making forge pancakes, the better. Agreed. I also want to try to... I want to try to insight our grandma, just because, like, there's strange things afoot. I want to see if she's, like... she acting weird at all? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's a ten. Nothing seems amiss with your grandma. Perfect. She's not like blatantly wearing one of those necklaces, right? <laughs> no, no, that okay. yeah, no, no, no. So then, um, then I don't think I'd incite anything. You do see a bulge under her shirt. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> she's like, uh, well, terrible news. It seems that Althea has had to deal with Asmar, who is trying to take over her council seat as we speak oh no yes the, the Ploppington, this this is stuff we knew all along althea <laughs> is good why are you why do you not think that i still think they're both suspicious her and asmar asmar has turned into some giant demon we've never seen anything like it that's quite troubling grandma especially yes, the well, fact that it happened under althea's watch <laughs> Listen, I, I don't know where where you guys are going, but it it doesn't seem as as though Althea will be able to hold out much longer. Do you think we it, should go help her, Grandma? Well, I I hesitate to tell you what to do, but well, we're sorry. Go ahead. It's it seems that the the city will soon be in great peril. Hmm, I don't know, but Arona seems to think we need to go to the caves to stop whatever strange events are occurring over there. And last we heard about Asmar, he didn't have one of those necklaces on, right? He was—he wasn't wearing a necklace when he dropped off the boat. I can tell you that for sure. Okay. Arona, see, Arona, what do you think? I think we're better off to go cut off the proverbial head, so to speak. It's a very difficult call for me to make. I uh, I can tell you the disturbance seems to be large on the east coast of the island. Would you say that it is also in charge? <laughs> I would argue that it, yes, indeed, is large and also in charge. Hmm, that it may be the snake head after all, Bubba, just like you said. Dubplup, what do you think? Well, You're the one that's full of good. <laughs> I would like to point out that uh, Dumplump is in fact lawful neutral, not lawful good. So, you good versus evil, dude. That's what I meant. Neutral, <laughs> good versus neutral versus evil. 
<laughs> lawful damn. versus chaotic, Dumplum. Lawful versus chaotic. <laughs> uh, uh, Grandma, where where is Althea and Asmar? Where where are they duking it out proverbially, or or physically? It, we don't know yet. It seems as though they are near the gazebo, or bluffingly. That's saying. where Althea. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's where Althea said she was going to meet him. Hmm. I don't mm. know. Jim Withers always said, beware of ambushes when you see a gazebo. Erona, why don't you go see if you can help Althea and gather what you can on the way, and I think our talents are needed elsewhere. Bubba tries to look stoic. If that is what you wish, then yes, I will do what I can to help you. But you know, we would also wish for you to look out for, for Athro and our forge, so prioritize <laughs> how you see fit. If Althea is priority, sure, fine, whatever. I'll uh, I'm right. gonna send a I'm gonna send a message cantrip in Arona's head and say whisper, uh, don't worry about him. Go help Althea. If Athro uh, di- yeah. if Athro dies now, that's on Bubba. As it <laughs> as that comes in, Arona does say you're right. I think I can recruit Athro and the dwarves to help fight off this attack. Uh, but you might want to get Athro a new hammer. <laughs> he has Poppington's old shitty one. But Jesus made that one. Old shitty Jesus made one. Wow. That's... He wow. said it in a secret message to Plum didn't hear, but wow. Jesus just had our back. He gave he gave Dumplump the lance the condom. and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, no one said it was a condom. <laughs> I did. I said it was a condom. <laughs> Alright, I guess we continue going east. Right? Unless we have anything else to... Or we should say to our grandma, where, where do we want her to go? Grandma, I think you need to get somewhere safe. Perhaps the forge with Jesus. That's probably a good idea. My uh, my instinct is to fight. Well, if Jesus gets attacked, someone will need to fight to help him. The forge yes, does seem to yes. be a magnet for surprise attacks, so so if, if you have the hunger for battle, maybe that should be where you should go. Plus, we if he's... Left if... All, we almost left all of our weapons there to help defend the forge, Grandma. I think, <laughs> I think you're the best weapon that we could leave them. Plus, if Jesus is busy working, it's not really reasonable to expect him to defend himself if there's an attack, so you should be able to help perfectly. Also, you said this Bach was getting good at my forge pancake recipe? I'll have to show him how it's done. And well, through now's a time for fighting, of, Grandpa. <laughs> and through a series of montages, we'll both improve our forge pancake recipe together. Just- just make sure you don't tell him what a union is. That's our only request. <laughs> and I, I, I think can... that's that, I think that's a task for the post credits. <laughs> <laughs> I I understand. I will not tell him what a union is. Perfect. Alright, time to ride our goats east. Good luck, Grandma. Be safe. Alright, so Grandma uh, runs back towards the way you guys came from. Erona sorry, I, I, from you. Sorry, I'd give her a quick hug first. Though. I feel like this is an emotional yeah, moment. Yeah, I, I, I would give Grandma sure. a hug just in case. 
group, a, an EDH. Yeah, let's let's actually yeah, let's do a group. And instead group of huddle, it's a hug. Yeah. An ear <laughs> Elephant dome hug. Dome hug. <laughs> oh, it's an yeah. ear dome hug. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I love it. Yeah, you guys, uh, you guys do a quick ED hug. <laughs> Arona stands off to the side. You, she you guys, ears, do, so she you guys don't me. hear this, but she's secretly wondering if she should transform into a loxodon. <laughs> but she doesn't uh, because she realizes this is a moment, and uh, <laughs> she heads out through the exit into Athro's bar. Grandma, after she's done uh, hugging you guys, she does wipe a tear from the corner of her eye. You know, it didn't fall. It didn't fall, but uh, she does head back towards the forge and uh, you guys sort of look down the passageway towards the east. And then we ride while dramatic music plays. (laughs) (laughs) And you guys ride towards the cavern and that is where we're going to end our session. All right, I'm back again. I assume I missed nothing important. Uh, actually, he was just telling us about how he sent Jesus to watch over the three Elafellas and to make sure they're wearing Lance condoms. It's one of my favorite parts. Holy shit, Jim. I leave the bar for one second again, and now you're claiming you were responsible for Jesus? I should have known. Well, damn, thanks for not ruining the twist for once, Bob. Genuinely, just because you knew I was responsible for Jesus. That is not what I was saying. I still think we need to know which Jesus he's talking about. Some Jesuses are way cooler than others, dude. Don't be silly, Riley. Everyone knows that the plural of Jesus is Jesi, which is Latin for Jedi, obviously. Look, everyone. Jim Withers trying to dodge the question again of which Jesi he supports. Well, now, hold on for just a minute, sir. As the new envoy of evil, what if I don't support any of the Jesus? See, I told you not to side with him. The bastard's gonna make you start worshiping Jesus Vice, Jesus Price, and then Jesus Heist. In that order. And Jesus Heist always gets his gems, boys. He always gets his gems. That's why I only support Jesus Khan, Jesus Russell, and Jesus Washington. Because I don't hate freedom. Unlike some of us, Bob. Don't listen to him. He just doesn't understand the beautiful teachings of Jesus Price, our Lord and Savior. Oh, no thank you, sir. Evil has shown me the truth. I'm surrounded by lies. The reason because is no one listened to Jesus Stalin. Dimitri is absolutely right. And so is Polkadot. And Riley. Uh, definitely not Gloop Glob and definitely not Bob. Why'd you have to throw me in there? I, like, I, I'm not getting involved in this Jesus discussion or whatever the fuck. You're just hoping I change the subject. Because every man should have the freedom to either accept or reject any of the Jesus he chooses. You and Gloop Glob are the only ones here Jesus shaming. At the end of the day, it isn't my business whether Polkadot doesn't want to support the Jesus, or whether Riley supports three of the five best Jesus. Or if Dimitri believes anyone can be born again through a firm but coldly efficient labor camp. The point is that all these Jesus should have to compete in a battle royale in the truth of our minds in order to determine which Jesus has the superior SmackDown ability. And no one wants some big piece referee stepping in and ruining the Jesus SmackDown Royale by making up a bunch 
of arbitrary rules to cover up for the fact that Jesus Price and Jesus Heist are incredibly not fucking cool. Yeah, you're right. Jesus Price would absolutely never be able to meet Jesus Khan on an open field. Ha! Take that, Bob. Exactly, Bob. And so they hide behind their walls while they unjustly stack the deck in favor of Jesus Price and Jesus Heist. Okay, okay. But what about Jesus Vice, huh? Why is he suddenly not a problem? Well, why don't you tell me, Bob? You're the one who went to buy tequila for the table and drank it all to himself twice. You know, that's not that's not fair, and maybe that's why I'm just spouting nonsense, okay? I drank all that tequila. Yeah, I actually had to cut him off. Um, not sure why Pete served him. He could barely fit the seventh tequila into his mouth. I mean, that's why, that's why everyone likes Pete better than you, Barry. I don't know what to tell you. Don't listen to him, Barry, and don't blame Pete for being a loose cannon. We've already got enough tight-ass cannons like Bob. Can't even fit seven tequilas in his mouth. Now, where was I? Why does that make me a tight-ass cannon? With Their Forces Combined is mixed and mastered by Crying Elephant Productions. Music by Corey Gray. <laughs>